What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the most popular conversations, or the one I seem to be having the most with people that are looking to retire, and that is, should I delay my Social Security and spend down my IRA, my 401k, my qualified assets in order to do so? You know, we do a lot of shows on Social Security. I'll put the list up here. We do a lot of shows on Social Security, always discussing different tactics and strategies. And a lot of times it makes sense to, to delay. And people say, well, if I delay, where's my money going to come from? How am I going to live? And that's really what we're going to be talking about. Do you? Does it make sense to delay Social Security? And if so, should you pull money from your IRA to live? Now, Tony Shore is in the house. There he is, Tony. <laughs> Yes, we're talking about Social Security yet again. You know, we talked about this a lot lately, and they are our most popular topic. And today we're going to be talking about, does it make sense to withdraw from your retirement savings in order to delay filing for Social Security? You know this is a big question. People. Do I need to have a Social Security number first? When we're talking about general population of people that <laughs> are legally here, Tony, the people that work for a living. Oh, do you know your social security number by heart, Dan? I do. And my, the other day, um, I had to do something with the kids to get their souls. I had no idea what it was. And my wife rattled off mine and she was able to rattle off most of the kids numbers, but your wife by memory, the kids numbers too. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I know mine and I actually know my wife's, believe it or not, because uh, we've used it enough, but the kids, no, No I actually have to look at my last year's tax returns that has them listed. That's how I find them. That's not bad. I just pull them. (laughs) So, you know, part of, part of my job, a big part of my job is retirement income planning. That's mostly what I do. And sure. And social security is big part of that. And it always comes down to this, really. When I, when I run the social security maximization report, very popular. Yeah. I get people calling a lot on the show. And if you're listening and watching right now and you want your own social security maximization report, let us know. Just, you'll see the contact information at the end. Well, it is huge. It's a great value because you'll meet with them and run it for them at no charge. And it's, unbelievable. It will find that sweet spot for you. It runs over what 20,000 calculations to figure out the best time to file for you and your spouse with spousal benefits and, or you individually. It's awesome. And rarely is it taken at 62, but that's what people like to do. So not combat combative, but we get into discussions about, well, does that really make sense? And, um, if so, how am I going to live, right? Where's the money and how am I going to pay the bills if I don't take social security? That's why I want the money, right? Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Right. So I want to talk about that today. And I have about six different factors to consider. And I want to talk about what they are. Okay. And I think generally speaking, it makes sense to delay, but I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, 
So the first factor is life expectancy, Tony. So if you live long enough, will you benefit? I mean, it all depends on how long you're going to live. If you're not going to live a long life, say you you expect to pass away at age 70, then obviously it doesn't make sense to delay Social Security until 70 because you'll never see a check. True. Right. So people get that, right? If you're going to die early, then you should take Social Security early because there's no death benefit with Social Security. Mm-hmm. It doesn't keep going to your kids or beneficiary, named beneficiary. So if you live an average life, then it doesn't quite matter when you take Social Security. If you're going to live to what Social Security has determined your life expectancy, and let's just call it 81 or 82. Mm -hmm. If you're going to live to age 82 and you're currently 62, if you take it at 62 or you take it at 70, the math comes out to be the same. Wow. Social Security, that's what the whole point is. Social Security is not trying to make money or, you know, figure out a way to get people. They're just saying, hey, we're going to pay out this much. The actuaries say you're going to die in this year. So if you wait, we'll give you more because you're going to get it for less years. If you take it early, we're going to give you less because you're going to get it for more years. It's only when you deviate from the average life expectancy that it truly matters when you take Social Security. It's all about the math, right? I mean, my grandfather is 101. He's still alive. So So he should have delayed the 70 had he known. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if he did or not. Um, he, he was a farmer, so I don't know if he paid in very much. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the tick. That's the, you know, that's the catch there for people who are farmers or in that type of occupation. He didn't work for an employer where he had a, you know, uh, you know, they weren't taking out, they weren't putting in 6% and he wasn't putting in. He wasn't getting a match for getting up early and then yeah. and, uh, doing some hay, hay, hay bales or something. Yeah, right. The soybeans. Yeah. So, so this one's obviously the biggest, the most important one, life expectancy. Right. How long are you going to live? Yeah. Right. Right. But then again, it's really only truly the biggest, the most important one. If you're single, because as soon as you get married, now there's another factor in here. Therein lies the catch. And this is where you lose most people. This is what most people never consider, right? It depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. In the beginning of Social Security, yeah, it was man works, woman does not work. Man takes it pension at 55, takes Social Security at 62, dies at 67, is happy he took it at 62, right? Wife still alive, not happy because she loses her own benefit and you can only keep one. So, and she keeps what he was getting as opposed to the higher amount if the spouse delayed. Now with married couples, a lot earning similar earnings. Now there's a little bit more math, but yes, if you're married, you have to factor in spousal benefits. Yeah. So, if you don't have a record and your spouse does, you want half of their record. That's right. you know, spousal benefit. You get half, but you can't get half if they're not claimed, if they haven't filed yet. So if they're delaying and you want half, you're like, hey, can you file so I can claim? And what you used to be able to do is file and then suspend. Say file, 
Now my spouse can get half and now I suspend. Now I don't want to do that. I mean, you can't do that anymore. File and suspend. They got rid of that. loophole. No. Yeah. Right. So now it's in order for your spouse to get half, you have to be filed. So that's not very useful. Um, no. So maybe that's a reason to file early, but then you factor in survivor benefits. And this is what I was talking about. The beginning of this, in this section is when you pass away, your spouse gets your full benefit. So you kind of, when you're married, you want one of your benefits to really max out, not necessarily protect you, but maybe protect your spouse. Right. You don't want to leave your loved one, your uh, husband or wife in a bad situation, but just because, oh, I want to file early, get as much as I can. But then after you pass, they'll be stuck with a lower amount is what you're saying. Right. Let's use a very severe example to, to illustrate this. Let's say you're 62 and you want to file and your wife is 62 and she has zero social security benefits. She never worked. So you are the primary breadwinner and you are convinced you're going to die at 72. Everything in the math says you should take it now. Right. But your wife's parents are still alive at age hundred doing well. And she's got the genes that are going to suggest she's going to live well past a hundred. So what do you do? You know, if you take it now, you're locking in, a low benefit for your spouse fundamentally for the rest You're also of working a low benefit yeah. for yourself. So in, if you just took your own self in a silo, yeah, it makes sense. Take it at 62. If you're going to be dead at 70, but your spouse, if he's going to live to a hundred and she's got no other benefit, then you're going to want to delay to 70. Yeah. Even though you'll only see one or two checks. Right. Right. So reason to delay, but this isn't addressing the issue is, well, how do, what happens next? You know, do I take, how do I live? Do I take my social security um, late and then take from an IRA? Like that's really the question we're going to answer, but we have to address those first two to really get an understanding. Like it's not all about the money sometimes for yourself. You have to factor in your spouse. So let's talk about one that is probably the most popular reason people take it early is because, Hey, I'll take it early because it's my money. I get to do something with it. There's no death benefit. Hey, social security can go bankrupt. At least I got some money or I'd rather have it now because I can invest it. I don't even need it. I'll take that money, invest it and do better than the government. Hmm. And so that's opportunity cost because if you don't take it at 62 and you wait till 70, say that's eight years of no income that you would have gotten. Yeah. Use that to to pay off debts to reinvest. So the question is, what could you do with that money? What kind of investment returns could you get on that? Right. But you're still getting a return. You might be getting a better investment return by leaving it and get more return on your money by leaving it because it does roll up every year. That's right. You do get the increase. So the longer you delay, the more money you get. Right. And that's very important because you do get a guaranteed rate of increase. You know what it's going to be because social security has, a, you know, the actuaries have planned it out. If you're going to live those, the, the set, you know, average lifespan, and then it doesn't matter again, we same thing, but, but someone would say, okay, if I lived to 82 and I took it early, I got eight years worth of income that I reinvested and I did well. And yes, so that 
is true, but you also are getting less now. And the increase between say 67 and 70 is 8% a year. We know that. Yeah. So, but you're right. There's the opportunity cost. So I could see where people get hung up on this. Yeah. And it simply comes down to, I mean, first of all, what kind of investment return are you going to get? Right. You know what you're going to get with social security because it's guaranteed. What if you, if you put money? it in the market to try to outdo what you would have gotten and to try to grow it, you could do really well. Or when you need finally need the money, it could be 2022 and the market's down 20% or 10%. Exactly. So, so then you, you lost money. Then you actually lost money. So if you need, if, if you, if you're going to take from your IRA and to, in order to delay social security, the reason you'd be taking from your IRA a 401k is because you obviously need that money to live. So you're not right. investing that. You're that's true. Spending it. Right. So that's the first argument against delay uh, um, yeah. against taking it early is you're actually spending it anyway. But at the same token, someone would say, well, what if I left it there? It would still grow. I take spend social security because that's not going to grow. And that other investment in my IRA is going to grow over eight years. So I see that, right? But again, we're talking about income versus investment. We're talking about guarantee That's versus true. Uh, you know, unknown. Because most people who take it early, are they really going to take it early and then make sure they put all that money into the market or into an investment and let it grow? Or are they going to spend it, use it to spend? they're going to get that money each month and spend it more than likely. Right. But the, the, you can make the argument, okay, instead of leaving it, instead of spending it and taking it from my IRA, I'll take it from the social security, spend that money and then leave the money I was going to spend in my IRA to grow. Yeah. But then it's just like, well, the uh, money in social security was going to grow, but I don't get that right away. I get that over the lifetime. It's delayed gratification. So then it goes back to well, all you married. Does that benefit both your lifetimes? Um, and then what are you going to do? Are you going to invest it safely? Cause right now you can get 4% maybe. Right. And then we're yeah. talking June or I mean, uh, what are we in August, September yeah. of 2022? Jeez. I don't even know what year it is now. Anymore. We've been doing the show so long, <laughs> but yeah. Can you get us a, a guaranteed, you know, 4%? That's a lot better than last year when getting yeah. a guaranteed 2% was good. So eventually maybe 8% isn't so great. The role, right. So back in the 80s, when interest rates, you know, mortgage rates were 12 percent, maybe it was, hey, take it now because you can actually buy a CD and get a better return. Right. So this is there's no set answer here. Yeah. But opportunity cost is a big one. And I would argue, well, you got a guarantee versus uh, risk. Yeah. Okay. So you do. I mean, the great thing is, is the report that you run and the the benefit of working with a financial services professional and advisor like yourself is that you actually think through all these scenarios based on their individual situation or a couple situation, if they're a couple, and then help them make that decision by doing the math. And, and because this, this gets too complicated for people to keep track of all these threads and actually remember to take all of this into account. And that's why you don't want to go it on your own. I, I'm just saying, I think that's a good point we need to make here, whether they work with you or another trusted professional who's going to help them with this. Although most financial professionals won't help you with all these different uh, strategies regarding social security because 
they don't make money off of that. So they don't. Uh, but you help your clients with this because uh, you want to help the, the you see the big picture. I mean, I, I think you should change your name, Dan, from Dolphin Financial to Dan Wendell's Holistic Financial Agency. That's what you should change. The, Dan yeah, Wendell's good. Holistic catchy. Financial Agency. It's catchy. Yeah. Wow. It rolls off the tongue. <laughs> No, but you're right. Most advisors, um, and I don't say most, a lot of the time, the conventional wisdom is take it early. Yeah. But again, that prevents the client from spending down their assets, which is what we're charging a fee on. So factor that in. Ah, okay. I see right? the point. I see the thinking there so too. Yeah. When I tell people that's to true. delay and spend their IRA money, that's actually reducing my fee, right? Mm-hmm. But in so some cases you have done that. In some cases you say it is, it is, you know, and, but, yeah. but again, it's, it's people get really adamant about these decisions. And when I say, Hey, we're going to delay and pull from an IRA, people don't like seeing their account balance go down because you don't see social security. It's nebulous. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the, here's another point. Legacy. People don't like, well, if I, if I spend down my IRA, what are my kids going to get? Right. What are my grandkids going to get? That's Whereas if point. I spend social security, they're not going to get it anyway. So I'd rather spend social security than my IRA. It's a good point. That's a good argument. It's a good point. But when you start doing some math, again, going back to the first, what's your life expectancy? Are you married? If you start doing some math, you'll see later in life, if you live to the ages where most people are living now in their eighties, even into the nineties, you'll start to see that delaying actually makes more sense. You end up with a larger nest egg later because of some other factors such as sure. pulling and letting things grow and not needing as much because you have a larger portion coming from social security with the cost of living. Right? So the idea, but if you just take so far, if you just stop there and say, well, I can invest it elsewhere. I can leave it to my kids. Then yeah, it really is attractive to take social security early and not delay. But when we start factoring in these next few, there's two more I want to talk about. Okay. All of a sudden, you're like, wait, now I really have this. So this is why you're right, holistic. Here's one that this is relatively new. And I say relatively, I'd say you know, within the past 12 years, when we started getting subsidies for health insurance from the government. Um, this is for people under age 65, not on Medicare. They get a health insurance subsidy based on their income, not on their assets. Okay. Right. So you can have trillions in the IRA and still get a subsidy because you don't have any income. So when you take social security early, you're taking income, you can't control it. You know, you're getting it and you're increasing the income you have thereby reducing your subsidy. So by delaying social security, you can then use other sources to get income doesn't show as income you get a higher subsidy to pay for health insurance. This could be huge because the health insurance subsidies can be tens of thousands of dollars a year, depending on the situation. True. And as you get closer to True. 65, health insurance gets more expensive. So health insurance subsidy planning is a factor when it comes to when to claim social security, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, it's for a small majority of people. Right. Cause that's small. only before you turn 65. So yeah. Right. And I should say a small minority of people, not mm. too many people are in that, but we're talking people typically age 62 to 65. Yeah. The only ones that can claim social security and not be on Medicare. 
Right. Right. But here's the big one, Tony. This is by far and away the biggest factor is taxes. I knew this was coming. <laughs> how did I know taxes played a role in this? And it's it's amazing how big taxes factor into Social Security planning. It's And so when you're having a discussion about when to take Social Security, it's not just about life expectancy and income. It's about taxes. And in many ways, first of all, you have taxes on the Social Security. So it's important to note that when you're determining how much of your Social Security benefit is taxable, um, there's there's these limits, all right? It's, you know, is it 24,000, 32,000, 44,000, right? Depends on you married or not. But these are the conversations I have with people. And it's like, well, um, that's not a lot. But it's whether, how much of your Social Security benefit is taxable is based on your provisional income provisional income. Well, what the, what is that? That's a new term. Well, it is because you never really deal with it. Provisional right. income is your income and social security, only half of your social security benefit counts toward provisional income. Hmm. So if you make 40,000 in social security benefit, your provisional income is only 20,000. So that's how they determine how much of it is taxable. So you're like, Oh, so in other words, the more you have in social security tax uh, income, the less you're going to get taxed, the less of it's going to get taxed. As soon as you add a pension or if you have other income, then yeah. But it's important that people realize that. So by delaying Social Security early on, you can, you, you're you not going to pay any tax on it. Later on, when you get a larger benefit, only half of it counts as income for taxation purposes on Social Security. That's important concept. It's confusing, but important to note. Yeah, and we've done a whole, we've done shows talking about how, Social security is taxable. People don't realize yep. that. I'll put that up there. Yeah. You do a lot of those shows on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and eight, up, up, yeah. To, up to 80%, 85%. 85, 85, which brings, right. So I'd rather have a dollar of social security income than a dollar of regular income. Whether you right. pull it from an IRA or it's just revenue from an employer. I'd because rather it's tax less than regular income. Exactly. Even if you make the max income, only 85% of your benefits are taxed. Saving 15 cents on a dollar. Right. So which, which would, so which leads me to say delay because you get a higher portion of your income from social security later and only 85% of that's going to be taxable at the most. Maybe none of it will be taxed. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the tax portion on income taxes and social security taxes. Then we have RMDs. Required minimum distribution start at age 72. That is, they look at all of your IRAs, 401ks, any qualified money and say, you never pay tax on it. I know you've been delaying it, but we want you to start taking it. And here's how we do it. Based on your age formula, this is what you have to take. Okay. Okay. What does this have to do with Social Security, delaying Social Security? Well, the whole point of the show is if you delay Social Security, you need to live, you pull money from your IRA, you're thereby reducing your IRA. I don't want to reduce my IRA. You know, I would like money. Well, you're paying the taxes now. And then when you hit 72 and they calculate your RMD, you have less in your IRA. Well, I'd rather, I don't mind paying taxes because that means I have more in my IRA. Yeah, but you have more income coming from Social Security. Mm-hmm. So you have less in your IRA. You're forced to pull less out, thereby reducing your tax liability later. There you go. When taxes might be higher. Yeah. 
Which brings it to the next point, which is Roth conversions are huge because you're taking money out of an IRA, paying the taxes now, and then you don't have to pay taxes again. You don't have to take RMDs from a Roth. Right. So the idea is don't take Social Security right away. Take as much as you can from the IRA. Well, I don't need all of it. Take it anyway up to the next tax bracket, convert it. And now it's sitting in a tax free account. Hmm. So you could take that be strategic about it. But if you're claiming social security at 62 or, or early, now all of a sudden you have 30,000 or 40,000 of income from social security. And you're like, Oh, I can't convert because I got this income and you're raising your taxes on social security. You can convert less because you're already at the higher tax bracket. Bottom line, Tony, there's a lot of tax reasons on it. Plus, your future tax liability is going to be less because you don't have to take RMDs. Your Roth will be higher, and that's tax-free, and you could be in more control. When is the time to really consider Roth conversions? When your tax bracket's to the lowest. Tax brackets are pretty low right now. The other time to consider is when your income is low, when people sure. retire. So they retire at 62 instead of taking from the, um, Social Security, why not pull from the IRA and convert and spend and then delay, right? Then take Social Security later. Makes sense. So to conclude, because there's a lot of factors in there, we talked about them, but taxes are the biggest. And I don't like the tax tail wagging the dog, but I do think that a Social Security delay is a tax discussion. You should sure. be factoring it. Everything so it, regarding retirement income is a tax discussion. Yes. Yes. Especially everything because the IRS is involved in your yeah. IRA and your RMD. Yeah. All your, CPA. all your, all your investments, all your savings, and especially your retirement accounts, 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, Roth IRAs, they all have tax implications, good and bad. So it's like every episode we have to mention taxes pretty much because they play a role. Yeah. And, you know, when I do these social security maximization reports and it says you delay to 70 and you take it at 62, people see the numbers, right? So it's like, and, and they're all projections, right? But we see the numbers and say, oh, look at that. Um, yeah, we'll get $150,000 more over the lifetime if we do this strategy versus the one we're thinking. And it's usually delay because we were mm -hmm. thinking about taking it early. And it, on paper, it makes sense. But then people say, well, yeah, but, right? And so that yeah, but is a really good conversation. And a lot of times we say, yeah, it does make sense on paper, but we're not going to delay for these reasons. Maybe we want to do more spending up front. But then it's like, wait, what about a conversion? What about, you know, spending more in the beginning? But, and, and then by doing spending in the beginning from an IRA, oh my gosh, the IRA goes down really quick, but then it levels off. If you spend early, 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 and you keep going, 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 because you have to, then your account will go to zero. But if you spend early and then level off, that's the whole point. So yeah. it, it's a lot, it's difficult to express in a podcast format. 
It's yeah. a lot easier in person when you're looking at sure. your specifics and showing the chart and say, yeah, yeah. When you're sitting across from the table from them, showing them here it yes. is or up, up uh, on a, on a screen, here's the chart and then go through it together and look at the, the numbers together and talk about life expectancies and strategies. It, it, it makes a world of difference. And you know, the whole COVID thing, you're able to interact with people virtually, but it, it does make a difference when you can talk to them one-on-one especially in person, but uh, even virtually uh, one-on-one, it's hard to do in a podcast though, because it's so much personalized information that you need. Right. Yeah. And I'll leave uh, it, it. It does because, but once you put in their personal information, it's relevant. It's not just hypothetical of, well, the average person. So no, this is your social security record. Right. This shows you your benefits, your, your spouse's situation. And I'll leave you with, it's, it's kind of like an analogy. Right now we're facing a crisis in the country with debt, right? And we all know that foregoing stuff now would benefit us in the future. Mm-hmm. But it's so appealing to spend now, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, we've so got that ingrained. Good. It's human nature to yeah, want it now. You know, I want it now. now. Yeah. Right. So all the math and all the charts will show you, hey, maybe it makes sense for you to delay. But again, you got to get past that hump. But once point. you throw taxes in there, that's when it goes, you get pushed over the top. You're like, yep. oh, I can delay and I can benefit me instead of the IRS. Maybe let's talk. Let's talk. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Again, though, it's a very complex issue. Um, it's, I, I mean, we could probably talk for hours on this. Or at least I could. Um, I think we have. Depending. I mean, not just today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Right, right. I could probably go on. But yeah, that's it, Tony, I want to say. And um, again, people, if you're thinking about Social Security and you're like, oh, this guy talking about delaying, because that's the new thing now. More and more people. I remember when I started talking about delaying, no one did. Was always take it early. Now right. more and more people are wising up to it. More fiduciaries out there are saying, "Yeah, I yeah. need to know this," and so they're delaying it. So if you're getting, if you're thinking, you're like, you know, what? I just need to see it on paper. Give us a call. Let us know. I'll put the phone number up in a minute. Tony, thanks for a good show. God and, bless uh, Social Security. God bless Social Security. The topics on this show are wide ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.